Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the How Did It Happen podcast for this Friday, Free Thinking Friday solo episode. Um, today, I am going to be talking about something that I never heard of until very recently. But as you know, from the last... I've mentioned it once or twice in my podcast so far, and there'll be more of that coming. I, I am now uh, have developed this new program that I call the Dream Exit. And the Dream Exit is really a program that's that's tailored to entrepreneurs who have businesses between 5 million and 100 million in annual revenue who may not have ever thought about how they will eventually exit that business. And I put this together because what I've seen both in, you know, certainly in my own experiences and the experiences that I've had with other entrepreneurs is that the thinking process about what it takes to have what I call the dream exit and I'll define what that is really doesn't occur. And what normally ends up happening is an, an offer will come along for to the entrepreneur for a business and they're totally unprepared for it, but they have an offer and think it's a good offer and they start down the path and they think that they're going to one, get through you know the process with a sophisticated buyer on the other end and and get a deal that is in their maximum interest. And two, they don't think much about what happens after this thing that I haven't prepared for actually closes and I no longer have the business and I have to figure out what to, what to do next. So in my world, and I'm going to bring this around to why I'm uh, why this topic is so interesting to me, the dream exit is two things. It is the one, selling your business for its maximum value. That's number one. But more importantly, and I think way more importantly, it's about being prepared for maximum meaning or purpose in your post-sale or post-exit life. Those are those two things, if they come together, to me is the dream exit that I think everyone, every entrepreneur uh, deserves. But more times than not, at least in my experience, that is not what's going to occur. You're not going to get both of those things. Sometimes you get neither. And I want to change that. I want to help as many entrepreneurs as I can get ready for and actually achieve the dream exit that they've earned and that they deserve. And so anyway, that's what brings me back to this topic that I had heard nothing about until recently, but it remind it fit in really, really nicely with this meaning part, this purpose part of the dream exit. And this is about a concept called liminality. I L I M I N A L I T Y. And I heard about this from a woman named Samantha Chris, K-R-I-S. And she, this liminality talk or her goal setting talk is actually the number one TED talk on goal setting. So she's made an impact. And I'm going to read for you um, what uh, what she talks about with liminality because it aligns very well with two modules in the Dream Exit playbook, which are module number four, preparing the entrepreneur for a sale, and module number nine, getting ready for your post-exit life. So let's uh, let's get started here. Liminality. Liminal space is the space between what is and what is next. Physical liminal spaces come in the form of bridges, hallways, and staircases, to name a few. Their sole purpose is to help you transition from point A to point B. Emotional, motional, metaphorical, and even spiritual liminal spaces serve the same purpose and represent the crossing of a new threshold from who you are to what you are becoming. This is something leaders have long felt, but seldom have had a name for. And I'll add, so seldom have done much 
real, real thinking about. Liminal is derived from the Latin word limen or limen, meaning threshold. It's a period of ambiguity, disorientation, and potential creativity as the normal limits to thought, self-understanding, and behavior are relaxed or suspended. Ways to lean into liminality, navigating liminal space, will never feel easy because each time you step into it, you are a different version of yourself crossing into a new threshold. But I have learned, this is she speaking, but I have learned a few ways to lean into liminality with a little more ease. And here are those things. Number one, get clear on your values. Your values serve as your internal compass. And while you may not always know where you're going, you can always know you're going in the right direction. Number two, keep your ego in check. And this is a big one. Your ego is going to want to defend the thoughts, opinions, decisions, and beliefs of your current self. When you find yourself resisting change, ask yourself if it's because it conflicts with your values or your ego. Most of the time, it's the latter. Until you outsmart your ego, your ego will always win. And I will add that there's one of my favorite writers, his name is Stephen Pressfield. And Stephen Pressfield has several books where he talks about this thing called resistance, which is what Samantha mentions there, and how powerful it is at keeping us from doing the things that we know we are able to do. Uh, so might be worth checking out Stephen Pressfield to, to get his thoughts on resistance and how to overcome it, which I think is really, well, I think he has a very unique way of, of framing it up and uh, helping you figure out how to, how to work through resistance and resisting change. Number three, remember that possibility propels change. Uncertainty triggers fear. And when we operate from a place of fear, we are often closed to new ideas and experiences. Your growth and the growth of the communities you serve will be stifled unless you remain open to possibility and have the courage to do things differently. Be open, have the courage. Number four, know that you are not your experiences. Liminal spaces will prompt a great deal of self-reflection. This is not an invitation to fall victim to blame, shame, and guilt. This is an opportunity to learn from your decisions and carry the lessons through to the next chapter of your story. Number five, don't rush the process. Waiting to speed through liminal spaces defeats the purpose. Trust me, I've tried. This is her speaking. Take your time. I should say I've done that too. <laughs> Take your time and explore what comes through when you actually give yourself space to be just you without forcing any others, any answers. See what your ideas, emotions, observations, and questions reveal about who you are becoming and what you want for your future. And I'm going to add that I think I just had lunch with, with, a, with a colleague yesterday who had sold his business and he was telling me how he had taken the summer off and how refreshing it was to not have the responsibility of doing things and how he could just sit and think. And I think there's a tremendous amount of power to that. I do think though that that power can be multiplied if you give your you give yourself the opportunity to sit and think before the event actually happens and not just after the event happens. And that may be easier said than done, but it's part of the dream exit um, playbook planning is to make time 
for that kind of reflection before uh, the event happens. Because I feel like the better prepared you are on the front end, the better prepared and executable your time will be on the back end. And number six, and this is the last one, doing the internal work is hard. Catalyzing change is hard. Leadership is hard. But the world needs people like us, the ones who know it'll be hard and do it anyway. So again, that's Liminality uh, by Samantha Chris, K-R-I-S. Uh, number one TED Talk came. I forget how I came upon this, but it was such a like a new idea. It's kind of weird that you still get introduced to these words that I never that I never heard of, like liminality. But but as I read it, it really it really uh, connected with me and the work that I'm doing now in the Dream Exit program. And I wanted to share that with you today because you don't have to be an entrepreneur to get a lot of value out of those six tips about how to deal with liminality. So thank you so much for joining me for this uh, Friday free thinking episode. And I'll leave you with this. Please, today, maximize the greatness that I know is inside of you and work on making your future something that you own, something that you own like property and something that you can be very, very proud to own. Until next time. Bye. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the show. And before you go, I just have three requests for you. One, if you like what I'm doing, please consider subscribing or following the podcast on whatever podcast platform you prefer. If you're really into it, leave me a review, write something nice about me, give me five stars or whatever you feel is most appropriate. Number two, I've got a book, it's called Ownership, How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck. It's an Amazon bestseller. And I'd love for you to read it or listen to it on Audible or wherever else, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, you can get it everywhere. If you're looking for inspiration that will help you unlock your greatness and potential, order or download it today so that you can have your very own copy. And if you get it, please let me know what you think. Number three, my newsletter. I do a newsletter every Thursday and I talk about things that are interesting to me and or I give more information about the podcast and the podcast guests that I've had and the experiences that I've had with them. You can sign up for the podcast today at my website, which is my name, MikeMalatesta.com. You do that right now, put in your email address and you'll get the very next issue. The newsletter is short, thoughtful, and designed to inspire, activate, and maximize the greatness in you.